Hello and welcome to the Luscious Living Podcast. I'm your host, Celine Vilgen, holistic nutrition consultant and the founder of Luscious Living, where personal growth meets wellness. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Luscious Living Podcast with your host, Celine Vilgen, holistic nutritionist and I cannot wait to talk to you about how I plan my meals because if you met me a few years ago, I would be scrambling for food at every point of the day and not knowing what to eat. And then of course, when I don't know what to eat, I haven't planned this out, then all of a sudden I'm eating anything and it's usually something that is not super healthy, that is quick carbohydrates and sugar. And, you know, I talk to a lot of my clients and they go through the same thing. They're dropping off the kids and they're done work. And all of a sudden it's like, ah, what do we eat? Going through the cupboards and the freezer. And all of a sudden it's just like, okay, we need to do better. And then all of a sudden the same thing happens over and over again until we're also finding ourselves tired but wired. And maybe we have different symptoms like constipation or diarrhea or trouble releasing weight or we're always tired. And of course, it always comes down to food and it always comes down to preparing and planning as well. So I do not spend a lot of time in the kitchen. I am not a chef. Uh, Eric is my amazing boyfriend, is the one who cooks all of our fancier meals and I take care of the simple things throughout the week, okay? And I really do not spend a lot of time doing this. I know, especially if you're listening, maybe you're a busy mama and or a young professional and you're just like, I don't want to spend a lot of my time in the kitchen and you do not have to. So here is how I do it. And the intention is that you gain some inspiration for how you can do it as well. And I also want to share with you a free meal planner that I give to my clients that you can have as well to download. I have laminated, or I guess Eric has really laminated this uh, meal planner, put it and we put it on the fridge and every single week we write on it so that we know exactly what we're out of and we know exactly what we need to get as well, or really to eat. (laughs) So here is how I go about planning and preparing meals and meal prep. And also wanna say, I do not like to have meal prep like for three or four days, like definitely not four days. Um, So also just rest assured you can do this at your own pace. So every single Saturday, I start by planning out my week ahead, the week Uh, the week ahead for the week before, but also before the end of the month, I always plan out the month ahead as well. And I plan out my quarters for those big rocks as well, those big, big needle movers. And so again, um, but I plan out the smaller things um, week, week ahead. So I look at what are the priorities, the needle movers, the the meetings, the workouts. So what day am I running? What day am I doing a workout? And I also plan out my meals, okay? And, you know, this is a kind of a side note, but I realized that I planned my whole life around my business and time for self-care, time with family or Eric. We're actually more left at randomness. So just actually publicly want to say that as I was preparing for this podcast, I'm like, wait a second. What about all the other stuff? I honestly don't even really count self-care with my workouts because it's just something I do. It's just it's a non-negotiable. Anyways, I also ask myself 
three key questions that you can also ask yourself to really look at the week ahead for your meals and what you might want to consider eating. So here they are, and I want you to take some notes. These three questions are, number one, what are my goals and needs right now? So for example, if you have fibroids, you are postpartum, you're in a busy season of your life and you don't have a lot of time to cook, you have young kids or you are solo and you get period cramps, for example, I want you to really strategically think about this because eating healthy is completely different than eating for fibroids, eating for fertility, eating for your menstrual phase, okay? So that is really, really important. Do you have tend to have acne uh, along the chin or the forehead? Do you tend to have an afternoon slump? Like I want you to consider all of these and this is why working with a holistic nutritionist is so key. I'm just gonna say it plainly to really learn what are your specific needs and what your body is asking for, okay? So number one, what are my goals and needs right now? Number two, which season or phase is my body in this week if you are menstruating so and even if you are on birth control or the iud and you're not menstruating that's also something to consider or if you are in your post post menopause phase i want you to consider the lunar cycle as well for yourself because you're still going through all of those seasons so if you're again in your follicular phase you're going to want to have more more steamed greens you're going to have want to have more um, fermented foods i have a whole podcast episode that'll link for you that goes into all of the different phases and different foods of course my book goes into detail with this as well so you're going to want to look at okay am i in my luteal phase am i going to want to have more chilies and soups and stews and lamb and beef am i in my menstrual phase probably not going to want to cook, probably going to want some cookies, right? And so I want you to start to plan that out as well. Then the other piece of this is what season is my environment in? In the winter, I rarely have any sort of raw salad, um, even if it's Caesar, that will be on occasion. Um, rarely ever have smoothies, um, maybe sometimes for dessert, uh, even though I know my body doesn't love a cold smoothie at night, but you know what? Realistic here. So in the winter, more vitamin C rich foods, more seasonal foods, and also soups and stews. Okay, this also is for uh, say summer. I'm not going to be eating any soups and well, maybe some soups, um, but not any stews, not chilies in the summer. So I want you to also consider that if it's rainy. I want you to look at, well, can I have some warming foods, some heating foods, uh, instead of just having, again, a salad or a sandwich even, okay? So follow the principles of balance there. So those three questions are going to be key, and I'm always working on that myself. And recently, for example, it's been liver health. And so I look at, okay, what are some of the liver healthy foods that I can have? Beets have been a beautiful part of my, of my routine. And if you've been, you know, connecting with me on Instagram, you see that I've had beet smoothies um, recipes lately go out or have a beet cupcake recipe, for example. So for the most part, though, I, you know, then look at the recipes that I currently use. I keep it simple. I like to have at least five on hand or I look through my favorite blogs in food 
um, websites and I'll link them below usually more paleo style but I look at a lot of also vegan soups just because I'm like I don't you know that if I just have like a pure vegetable soup at lunch which is what I typically do in the winter I am good with that so I pick out one or two I do not have any other crazy meals planned out um, and honestly I mostly just eat uh, protein and a whole lot of vegetables and when I was, you know, again, preparing for this episode, I realized that I used to, um, of course, not plan out my meals at all. Um, and then I'd always just like go for a granola bar or go for like excessive amounts of nuts or almond butter or pasta and hummus and things like that because I didn't plan, but I also did not eat enough protein and I always struggled with my weight there. And so then I look at these recipes. What do I need? Okay, look, I, I have a pantry already full of, you know, some key things like coconut milk and tuna and diced tomatoes, for example. On my freezer, I always have some kind of fish, um, some kind of chicken and chicken breast and things like that. So if I have something in the freezer that I'll need the next day, I will start to defrost it. If I have beans I need, I will start to soak those beans. Um, and I make sure that I put anything else that I need in a notepad um, that I share with Eric because he actually does most of the grocery shopping for us. And then I put those meals in the calendar. And usually I will plan to have the same meal for about two or three days max. And this is accounting for Eric's lunches. Um, and then before Eric goes to bed, he'll usually have some more dinner as well. So I count for all of that. And usually, again, it's two days max, not usually three, unless it's my soups that I use for the, the weekend. That's about three, four days max. Don't really like leftovers too much. And so what I eat in a day or a week typically looks like this. I almost always have two or three eggs in the morning. And if I'm in my luteal or menstrual phase, I will have gluten-free bread and then have some avocado on it. Or I will have soaked black beans or white beans and eat my eggs with that and will have something like kimchi or sauerkraut with it. And then I don't wake up super, super early. So I'm not like if I'm up at five or six, then I will need to have something um, usually after after breakfast, but usually I don't. But if you you know were to, a great option is something like walnuts or almonds or pistachios or cashews with a fruit. So uh, kiwi, persimmon, um, oranges, tangerines, any kind of fruit that you absolutely love. Um, or even something like cottage cheese and fruit. And then lunch is usually a super stew for me. And I, you know, my go-tos lately have been a Turkish lentil soup or a broccoli soup. Um, dinner is almost always either chicken, fish, or beef in the form of a chili, a stew, or one pan meal. Again, I don't spend a lot of time in the kitchen. Um, and I always have dessert. <laughs> and so this is either, you know, cassava, um, flour, chocolate chip cookies, or maybe it's uh, coconut yogurt and berries, cottage cheese and berries. Oh, we love popcorn around here. Um, and when I do have things like ice cream, usually it's dairy-free, um, or candy, like Haribo candy, I don't keep it in the house because I'm just not the kind of person who will just eat it occasionally. <laughs> like if it's there, I will eat it. And so for that, we just pop over to the grocery store and grab some snacks for that, okay? So 
To recap, planning is absolutely key. Even if you took half an hour to plan out some of those meals and then looking at the three questions to ask yourself, because again, we need different foods based on different conditions, based on the season of our life, based on the season of our body and our menstrual phase, as well as the season of our environment. And then again, looking at what you have in your pantry, um, you know, going for those staples. I actually really love having frozen beets, frozen broccoli, frozen cauliflower, frozen peas, frozen beef already in the freezer. That helps so much. And then from there, I look at what we need, have a notepad, and really try to keep things simple. Really revolving vegetables and protein at pretty much all of the meals, okay? So that is it for today. Let me know if you have any questions. Be sure to download the free meal planner I have for you. It's simple. You put it on your fridge. You might not need to use it every week. You might use it every week and absolutely love it. But remember, you must plan and do not leave your wellness to chance and keep planning. Reach out if you have any questions, if you would like to have one-on-one -on -one support to really work with your unique situation, please reach out. I would be delighted to serve you. Have an incredible rest of your day and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please give the show a five-star review if you feel like you learned something new today. All of the mentioned links will be in the show notes. And also, are we connected on Instagram? Find me over at underscore luscious living underscore and come say hi. See you next episode.